0: Hello and welcome to Notes on the Week Ahead, a JP Morgan Asset Management podcast that gives you insights on the markets and economy to help you stay informed for the week ahead. Hello. This is David Kelly. I'm Chief Strategist here at JP Morgan Funds. Today is March 21st, 2022. Despite their best intentions, the Federal Reserve sometimes appears to be trying to steer a big boat through violent rapids armed only with a small paddle. The reality is that forces well beyond their control will mostly determine the fate of the economy. However, the energy with which they paddle could have a major impact on investments. Last Wednesday, the Federal Reserve took a sharply hawkish tack, raising interest rates for the first time since 2018 and projecting a further six rate hikes in 2022. In covering this story, commentators worried first about whether this would be enough to tame inflation and second about whether it might be too much, pushing the economy into recession. For investors, however, this is missing the point. The truth is that, at least in the 21st century, monetary policy appears ineffective at achieving economic goals but has profound impacts on capital markets. Easy money in the last expansion didn't succeed in significantly boosting either inflation or growth and tightening over the next few years may do little to suppress them. It should be emphasized that both growth and inflation should slow for other reasons. However, if the expansion continues and inflation doesn't abate quickly enough, the Fed may feel compelled to adopt a much tighter policy, precisely because of the very muted impact of higher interest rates on the real economy. This could be very important for capital markets. Years of low interest rates have boosted net asset prices in general, favored growth stocks over value, and funneled money into the most speculative parts of financial markets. A long period of higher interest rates should, should it emerge, could reverse all of these trends. All of this depends on how resolute the Fed is in trying to bring inflation back down to its 2% goal and whether economic forces will permit this to happen. In other words, investors should ask not what the Fed could do to the economy, but rather what the economy could do to the Fed. In addressing this question, a good place to start is to consider how the economy might evolve even as the Fed raises rates. The story is, of course, complicated, encompassing the lagged impact of fiscal stimulus, continuing supply chain disruptions and the stark implications of very limited labour supply growth in an already very tight labour market. On economic growth, it still seems likely that strong demand will cause the economy to grow above its potential in 2022. Consumer spending should remain strong, reflecting solid income growth, strong balance sheets and pent-up demand. Low mortgage rates and only moderate credit growth over the past two years have cut debt service costs relative to income, while wage and salary income has increased by roughly 11% over the past year. Auto sales, which averaged 17.2 million units in the five years before the pandemic, have averaged just 14.7 million over the past two due to chronic supply shortages, leaving a cumulative shortfall of uh, 5 million units. There is similar pent-up demand across many consumer goods industries while fading pandemic effects should continue to support a strong reband in travel, entertainment, leisure and food services. Capital spending should also be strong in 2022, as companies take advantage of booming recent profits and still cheap financing to install labour-saving equipment. Home building should also be relatively solid, even in the face of rising interest rates as inventories of homes for sale are at a record low. Despite very low stockpiles across the economy, rebuilding inventories could actually be a drag on growth perversely, since real inventory accumulation is unlikely to match its huge fourth quarter 2021 pace of $171 billion annualised. Turning to the government, government spending may grow at a more modest pace, as state and local governments struggle to compete with the private sector for a limited pool of workers, and federal spending growth downshifts following the pandemic years. In addition, international trade will likely be a drag on U.S. growth. Overseas growth is likely to be restrained by the impacts of Russia's invasion on Ukraine uh, and their impacts on Europe and continued COVID waves in East Asia, while a recently higher dollar will also tend to widen the trade deficit. However, since consumer spending and private fixed investment spending account for roughly 86% of GDP combined, strength in these areas should dominate resulting in a real GDP growth rate of 3.5% in the year ended in the fourth quarter of 2022, well above the economy's long-term growth potential of about 2% and the Fed's projection of 2.8%. Importantly, it's hard to see how even the seven interest rate hikes the Fed projects for 2022 will put a dent in this growth. The most interest-sensitive sectors of the economy—home building, capital spending, and to a lesser extent auto sales— are all experiencing massive pent-up demand, which is unlikely to be reduced significantly by modest increases in very low interest rates. Similarly, the labor market is seeing dramatic excess demand, with 5 million more job openings than unemployed workers. This, in combination with solid GDP growth, should lead to a strong gain in jobs in 2022, with the unemployment rate likely falling significantly from February's 3.8% reading. Indeed, with much stronger wage gains and still limited labor supply due to demographic issues, the unemployment rate could easily fall a further 0.5% by the fourth quarter, pushing it to its lowest level since 1953 and below the Fed's current projections of 3.5%. The core consumption rate was up 5.2% year-over-year in January, and we estimate may have been up 5.5% year-over-year in February. Federal Reserve expects this to fall to 4.1% year-over-year by the fourth quarter, And we estimate that it could fall a little further, to roughly 3.8%. However, this would still leave it well above the Fed's long-term 2% target by the end of 2022. Moreover, with still strong wage growth and higher inflation expectations, it seems quite possible that core inflation will still be above 2% by the end of 2023. And this gets to the key question for investors. If the economy does not appear to be cooling down in the face of a now projected 7 rate hikes in 2022, Will the Federal Reserve be more aggressive in raising rates in 2022 or exceed their now projected 4 rate hikes for 2023? Will they reduce their balance sheet more aggressively to try to raise long-term interest rates and elicit a greater response from the more interest-sensitive sectors of the economy? The Fed's communications last Wednesday, both in their forecasts and in Chairman Powell's statements after the meeting, suggested that they are now willing to take this more aggressive stance. If they maintain this attitude and become frustrated by the lack of progress in dampening inflation, we could be in a, for a period of significantly higher real interest rates. This would tend to be a negative for fixed-income markets, of course, but also for stocks trading at high multiples and more speculative areas of the market. It could be positive for value stocks and international stocks, which trade at lower multiples, and it could also favor short-duration fixed income. Eventually, fiscal drag from Washington, private sector efforts to attack supply chain issues, and the long-term forces which led to declining inflation in the past four decades before the pandemic, should erode inflation. However, if the Fed is sufficiently determined to battle inflation in the short run and frustrated in its lack of short-term success, America may have reverted to an era of higher and more normal interest rates by the time the inflation tide finally begins to ebb. Well, that's it for this week. Please tune in again next week, and if you have any questions in the meantime, please reach out to your J.P. Morgan representative. This content is intended for information only based on assumptions and current market conditions and are subject to change. No warranty of accuracy is given. This content does not contain sufficient information to support investment decisions. It is not to be construed as research, legal, regulatory, tax, accounting, or investment advice. Investments involve risks. Investors should seek professional advice or make an independent evaluation before investing. The value of investments and the income from them may fluctuate, including loss of capital. Past performance and yield are not indicative of current or future results. Forecasts and estimates may or may not come to pass. JP Morgan Asset Management is the asset management business of JPMorgan Chase & Company and its affiliates worldwide.